0: Podcast in collaboration with King's and Brescia to talk about topics of interest on campus. I am
1: my first year in social science at Brescia. I'm an international student lead from Barbados and I'm really
0: excited to be one of the hosts today. Amazing. Uh, I'm Maria. I'm in my second year at King's um, and I'm working at the EDID office. I'm Montana. I'm in my third year at King's and
1: I am in honor specialization in applied psychology.
0: And these are our guests today. Hi, hello everybody. Would anybody like to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, I'm Leslie. I'm in my second year at King's University College. I'm doing an honor specialization in finance and administration and a minor in analytics and decision sciences.
3: Hi, I'm Casey. I'm an international student from Rwanda. I'm in my second year in financial economics at King's. Hi, I'm Grace.
4: I am in sociology and political science with a certification of public policy. I'm currently in my second year at Kings.
1: Hi, I'm Manira. I'm in my third year at Kings. I'm in child and youth studies and a minor in That's
0: so cool. You're all doing such cool stuff. Yeah, really cool. Um, we're really glad to have you here. So the podcast, basically, we're gonna ask you some guiding questions, and all you have to do is answer it. Um, and what's to say the first question? So, if you don't
1: mind, how did you guys meet? So, Casey and I met last year. Um, we were both stops and we, it was our first meeting of the year. And I remember walking in and just like feeling, feeling, feeling so overwhelmed because I looked around, I looked to my left, I looked to my right, I looked behind me, and I was the only, and I thought I was the only black girl in the room. And I was thinking to myself, Oh my God, what did I get myself into? Um, it was two years into campus and I didn't like meet a single black friend. And I was hoping like, oh, maybe like I'll join soccer and I'll make more friends and meet more people. And then towards like, the end of the meeting, Casey came up to me with the biggest smile. It was adorable. Um, <laughs> she's like, she came up to me and she's like, you're in here. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And everything's done that we've been connected.
3: Mm-hmm. No, I really remember that story so well because I really saw her seeing the friend I was seeing behind her mm-hmm. and I saw braids and immediately I was like, yeah oh, okay. <laughs> like as soon as they said the meeting was done i ran over which mm-hmm. i thought was like i was like oh, okay she's gonna be like, weirded out but by her reaction i knew that we were gonna be like friends mm-hmm. throughout not only like stalking but even afterwards it was just an like, instant connection mm-hmm. and then for me and leslie i was i came to class a week late so i missed the first week of classes mm-hmm. um last year so first year and it was in business class. I've never done business before as a mm-hmm. business major, so I was so stressed and so scared. But when I walked in, she was the like first black girl that I saw. Sat next to her immediately, and the rest was history. Like we studied for every class together. We made sure our classes aligned. Mm-hmm. And even though she's in classes this year, we still like help each other out a
1: mm-hmm.
3: Um How I met Casey?
4: Ooh, to you. Okay,
3: <laughs> so um, it was.
4: Okay, I remember this specifically because I had a n- night class. So it was on Wednesday and it was for student appreciation week. So that night we had ice cream, like the ice cream from where I was loud. So then I come in with my classmate to the Thames cafeteria. And then what happened next? I actually just sat with like my classmate, with, she knew like people I did not know anyone. And then Casey comes in and she sits down next to me. I looked to the side, I'm like, oh. (laughs) 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 "Oh." This is the first black person I've ever seen on campus. So then I'm like, hey. And then from there, we just started connecting because their countries are very close. Like, I'm from Congo, she's from Rwanda. So, like, we were really close in that sense. And from there, we just became friends. So Mm it's (laughs) true. Today is (laughs) it.
1: And now today And because
0: of Casey, I
1: admit to both of them. So, Casey is our intern. She is. (laughs)
0: So sweet, the so sweet story. Yeah, yeah it's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, you guys have such a really good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it feels so cool to have you here right now because it's kind of just like I've been recording the podcast with you guys all along. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it
3: just, it's mm-hmm. really it. So would you guys tell us about your roles in the King's community as well as the BSA and the ASA on campus? Um, well, I guess I can start. So in terms of the King's community, I am a soft orientation leader and I'm also part of um, King's International as a peer guide. And in terms of ASA on Main Campus, I'm the second year representative. Awesome,
4: great. Um, I'm in the ASA. I am currently the secretary at ASA. Ooh, cool. um,
1: awesome. Awesome. Um, in terms of the King's campus, I am also a SOC, um, so orientation
2: leader. Um, and I am also BSA's King's rep. Hi, um, at King's, I am a tutor in the Men Health Center. I'm also a student ambassador in the Norman office and I'm trying to start a black student
0: association at King's. Yay! <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> such great things here. genuinely love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go ahead with the second question. So what are your experiences as a black person at King's, whether that be good or bad? whatever you feel like sharing? Um, interesting. I would say interesting.
3: Because I feel like, especially for me, because I was an international student, mm-hmm. It was like very different to what I expected it to be, especially coming to like a small campus, not even not even a small campus, alone but a small city like London, mm-hmm. and then an even smaller campus like King's. But I would say that my first year was definitely challenging, and I think I did face like a lot of um, obstacles. But moving into like your second, my second year, I did meet like people that are more like me and people that have the same values and actually value valued me mutually.
4: For me at Kings, like coming from a city like London, um, obviously like I went to a pre, uh, PWI, so pr- predominantly white institution, and at, at high school, so coming to Kings, it was definitely I expected to see more people that looked like me, but that wasn't the case until second year. Um, second year, I got to meet people like Casey and Leslie, that actually like looked like me, that actually knew how to, you know, that knew the same struggles that I went through, especially coming from a PWI, so.
1: For me, I love kings. <laughs> you know, I, I love kings. Like, kings I kings. I love it. Okay, because kings is such a predominantly white space, um, I'm usually just so hyper aware of my blackness, making sure I smile, making sure even from having a bad day that it's not noticeable. Um, um, and because of this, I just I don't want to perpetuate the black stereotypes on me. Um,
2: but I would agree with like, Amir, I grew up in Pickering, so that's like to Toronto. it's like predominantly white mm-hmm. and so just always caught conscious that like, mm-hmm. you're like one of only two black people there, mm-hmm.
0: so it's not necessarily good or bad, it's just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that experience for example, like when I hear about it, I'm like why do you need? to do that like that's mm-hmm. so weird the way that people just try to like push things onto people and that sounds like if you're having a bad day you should be allowed to have a bad day mm-hmm. and not have to mask it and like act like oh I'm just like such a nice person you don't have to do that that's really dumb yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about like how others perceive me Yeah.
1: You know? okay. mm-hmm. Um, that's always on my mind whether that's in class or like in the library Like
0: that. but. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason that we wanted to be able to talk to you guys is because like things as such as the ASA and the BSA are such an important thing to have at colleges and like especially such a small college that you know, King's is and like even Russia is as well. It feels like, you know, making a community and gathering people together to try to change the way that people perceive others around them is just really important. And the work that you guys are doing is absolutely great and you know, mm-hmm. Cool. and like in
1: saying that like in your opinion like what could be done to enhance the impact and the reach of black experience on campus um i feel like one point
3: would be like diverse representation um not only like in the sense of well faculty as well but even like student leader roles because um i remember last year when i was applying for like a soft orientation program it's because i went to one of the like uh, learning sessions kind of mm-hmm. and i saw like another black person on the team and i thought oh mm-hmm. somewhere where someone who i know can relate to me and someone who i can most likely learn from and i know just even seeing one one leader in a team who's like you are similar to you think that you can learn from that's enough to make a student want to do that as well you feel comfortable going to people that they feel comfortable going to about certain issues so i would say definitely um student leader represent representatives that can do that for them. So how do you see the campus
1: community engaging with Black History Month? I don't really see much engagement with, like, personally. um, I'm sure Kings, like, you know, they support and make a big post about Black History Month. But like, in all my three years, I haven't really heard much about Kings and Black History. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll see a story or two, yay. Um, But I definitely, I don't think there's enough, Mm -hmm. like, during the month of.
3: I feel like there should be more student involvement because like she um, mentioned there has been like posts here and there and like you see that but I think maybe like having more activities, I don't know, maybe in the SLC or somewhere else, or even just like collabs with main campus as well, um, that really encourages like student involvement and they don't have to be they can be fun events too, but mostly like educational, like making making it educational and fun, mm-hmm. like a combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: Asking the students like, what they want, what they want. including black voices, I think that's so important during the month of February. But yeah, I think moving forward,
0: I hope that happens. Like, I love those <laughs> 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 Um So, kind of building off of that, do you guys have like, any events during Black History Month, or any events throughout the year in general, that kind of made you feel like there was a sense of community between black people at all? Or? honestly for me coming from london i would definitely say like
4: the black history month event that london has the city of london has Mm -hmm. i think that is very interesting um also the bsa and the asa definitely does have events where in the beginning of the the month of february we have an event and then at the end of the month of february we also have an event just to open and close the ceremonies so that is definitely something that like connects all black students together
0: um, is there any highlights of any specific event that you guys remember?
1: to um, do? For me, this was the main event. Um, it was a club oh, t- t- um, between PSA and ASA. Mm-hmm. And it was the barbecue. Oh,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. It
3: was
1: just so fun. <laughs> I felt so fun
3: i would say that event too. I feel like because it was in September. Yeah, September. Yeah, it was in September and like everyone's coming back to school. Obviously people are nervous about like school and social aspects of things. Mm-hmm. But it was just really like a space where we could all freely be ourselves and enjoy like our type of like food and music and yeah, it just felt very welcoming.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: For me it's also like the opening and closing ceremonies at Maine with the BSA and the ASA. I feel like I got to see so much talent. And those ceremonies because I did not know that some of us knew actually knew how to sing or some of us knew how to play an <laughs> instrument. Like when I saw one guy play the saxophone, I was like, oh, you actually—it's but <laughs> You're actually a basketball player. Like it's—it's it's crazy. But I like that. Mm, yeah.
1: Would you say that more? Like do you wish that there was more events like that around campus and especially during February in the Black History Month. Um, um, like a yeah. I definitely wish there. Um, And based on your experiences, what advice would you give to other students on other campuses looking to establish or enhance their own BSA or ASA? Um, I think we can all collectively agree that don't be afraid to take risks. It can be super intimidating or overwhelming. Taking that first step, it's really, really bad. I 100% agree
3: because I wouldn't have been this involved this year if it wasn't for like Grace coming up to me and like giving me that information about the club so I definitely would say um, take the risk because there's a lot of um, confusion at first because you're like oh it can sometimes like be weird going to a space where you don't know anyone because mm-hmm. it's a new team and you get those like fears and those setbacks mm-hmm. but definitely take the risk because the rewards are way more way more beneficial than the like the negative aspects out- of it. Yeah, it definitely yeah. outweighs yeah. the benefits definitely outweighs the costs. So I'll definitely say to do that. I also like to add that like also find people that actually are also
4: that can help you. Like there's like like Casey said, like I was her pathway to the ASA. Like find someone like you know that you can actually relate to and like build off of that. Because I feel like at that point when you have that person, you're not alone. You have a helping hand beside you, even if you're not basically as involved in the team as it you want to be or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. just step be involved is just the perfect way to start mm-hmm. in my so, yeah. and what opinion. And
1: the last thing I would say is establish your own goals. Um, what would you want from your, from creating um, a BSC or ASA in your own know, community? Whether that be an um, inclusive community, a mentorship or maybe just a social club. Um, establishing your goals can you know, help you
2: like, I'm trying to start a student association at King's and that's something that's way outside of comfort zone, but I also think it'll be beneficial to a lot of students so you really just have
3: to do it I guess <laughs> <laughs> Just do it like oh Mickey says <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so this is more so for Leslie, um,
2: what made you think of wanting to try to start a King's BSA? Oh, so last year, um, what was it like October itch? Uh, my friend's roommate is the president of the BSA at Huron. Uh, so, me and my friend went to the potluck at Huron because she invited us. And then that's when I realized I had a BSA. And so, I was like, wait, why doesn't Kings have a BSA? Mm-hmm. And so, since then, I just wanted to start one. Yeah, and I started one,
3: kind
2: of. are gotcha. <laughs> It's you th- in progress. Yeah.
3: And um, what do you th- why do you think it's important for King's to potentially have its own BSA club? Like, why do you think it's um, better to not have students like go off of campus to actively go out of their way
2: to be in a BSA? Well, I just think it's a lot more convenient. Like I don't go to a lot of main campus events mm-hmm. just cause I don't like going to main campus. Yeah. So I also think it's important to build community where you are. Mm-hmm. So like if you walk into a classroom and see one black person, you don't know them. Cause even if they go to the main campus event, there's a lot of people at the main campus events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's just
0: easier to build that community. in like a small space. Mm-hmm. So in what ways do you guys think that King's can better acknowledge and raise um, the voices of black students and faculty?
2: Well, I think that the club will help with that. Because um, it's just easier to say your piece when other people are also saying their piece. Mm-hmm. So like, you don't have to go to the faculty to complain, complain you people in the club, and then other people have the same complaints and then you can all the faculty together, so it's like
0: safety weeks on the
2: yeah.
3: I totally agree with what Leslie says because I do feel like it's definitely intimidating to feel like, for example, something does happen on campus, intimidating for you to go like to the higher ups and discuss an issue because i don't know how they explain it but it feels like wrong i feel like you're committing a crime Mm -hmm. when in actuality you're actually just like expressing something that bothered you Mm -hmm. so i feel like having a club like um the bsa on king's campus would kind of be like the middleman for that be a club Mm -hmm. where students feel comfortable going to Mm -hmm. and then i also feel that putting more black students as student, student leadership roles, mm-hmm. because one thing I've noticed, especially from like the transition from last year to this year, is that there's way more black students on campus, mm-hmm. and most of them, the way I've met most of those students is through student leadership positions. Mm-hmm. Either like I've been a student leader, and they've like come up to me and asked questions, and that's how we connected, mm-hmm. or they're student leaders, and I've gone up to them and asked questions, and that's how we became friends.
1: So definitely putting that in place. Mm-hmm here at King's I've only gotten the chance to meet with three black members in King's faculty Um, and this year I found the opportunity to get to know Jen Slade and she's the director in the EDI office and seeing a black woman at at King's like as a director it just means so much to me Mm -hmm. and it means so much to the people on campus she's really like popular and famous on our soft team and I think she's an amazing woman I I really do I, I love Jen Slade um, but at Kings, because it's a white space, I I often like have imposter syndrome. I'm like, do I deserve to be here? Um, and I question like, I'm a black girl. I usually get um, questions, what are you studying? And I'll tell them I'm pursuing a degree in social work. And I will usually get, wow, that's really good, good for you. And I usually I second guess myself, uh, and I think I'm like, why are they saying that to me? And I guess a lot of the times people don't think black people can do it Um, or they don't think black people can pursue like higher education so just seeing Jen like in that position it just means so much and you know it's made me feel more connected and valued on campus as a black person so -hmm. yeah
3: yeah a new year's response actually reminded me of something first year like literally I think it was three days to me like being in a new country, in a new like city, completely new environment. Mm -hmm. Someone, I literally told someone my major, because they asked me, and I was like, oh, I'm doing finance, and they're like, what, really? Like, literally, with the most, like, shock expression, literally could not believe it. And I remember I went, like, back to my res, and I was so upset, because I was like, oh, like, maybe this is not for me, and like, maybe I'll go into my classes, and they're going to be better than me. But I remember meeting Jen that first year, and she just like encouraged me because I met her through the Bipoc support group, and she encouraged me so much and like gave me like ways that I could like cope with things. And she even took like my number, and even just that like um, attention to me alone made me feel more valued on campus. So yeah, I really resonate with that. So thank you, Jen. Love, Love you. you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm working uh, with her in the ED office, and it's just it feels like obviously it's very different to work with a majority of white people like i've been mostly surrounded also by white people ever since i moved to this country and like i'm latina and like thankfully i'm not treated as badly as other people on campus like i can usually go under the radar but from working with jen it feels so nice to actually see people who are just so dedicated to making everybody feel comfortable and welcome and opening these spaces that shouldn't have been closed off in the first place um but yeah it just and
1: when
0: i hear people talk about it i'm like yeah okay cool to so like see people actually like doing the thing mm-hmm. so have you guys heard of the scarborough charter Um mm-hmm. uh, so the scarborough charter according to um the king's university website is a commitment by institutions across Canada to combat anti-black racism and foster foster black inclusion in higher education so what this basically means is that um, King's has signed a promise to hire more black faculty and bring in more black students. So we just wanted to know what your opinions are on it, what you think of it, with the little bit of information you've gotten so far.
4: I think it's definitely helpful in the sense that obviously, like, this is my second year at King's and obviously I've met like, many black people, but like I'm still you still need a little bit more inclusion a little more diversity mm-hmm. on campus so i think it's a really good idea too to actually see more faculty and to see more people that look like you more people that can actually relate to your issues more people that can relate to your situations or just to see more people in your tutorials or in your lectures and not only have the be the only black person in your lecture be like oh mm-hmm. no one looks like me okay cool. you know yeah no
3: well, i told you what Chris has said um I think it would be very beneficial especially to students to have more faculty um that's like third people of color i just know that some topics that like happen in class that do have to like do with like race and things like that like they come better they they receive better when it's from a person of color mm-hmm. um so i do know that that would be very beneficial like she mentioned there have been an increase of black on campus but we can always have a little more
1: to mm-hmm. the community yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll go. Um, I really do hope that you know institutions do hire more Black faculty members. Um, I think it it would mean so much to not only me but other Black students on campus, and I think it would build um, a lot of students' confidence and it would build their self-esteem because um, seeing a Black person fulfill those roles it just makes me wanna you know go even like better even beyond. Um, but yeah. I do hope they Um And with students, um, I've come I, I've, I've been to Western a couple times, like in elementary and in high school, um, for track and field or events. And I would look around me and I would only see white people. Um, the BSA um, has collaborated with Laurier, um, and BSA that like, the the execs would go to Laurier, talk to the high school students, um, and just get to know them and like, and it really does mean so much to them. High school students and not only it builds their confidence but um they can see their their future beyond high school oh like what does
0: post-secondary mean to me as a black student or what can i do and yeah so thank you for coming on to the podcast it was like so lovely to have you guys it has been truly like an honor to share these moments with you and like have you guys share your experience and your knowledge and like to know that there's students that are trying to change um the way that the system is working Mm -hmm. and like just the communities built um both here at kings and brescia and everywhere around the um uh affiliate colleges but yeah thank you so much for coming on guys Mm -hmm. thank you thank you so i'm
1: montana
0: i'm anna i'm maria and this was building bridges and we'll we'll see see you on the other side